Battle for the Bane is brought to you by Tupelo Consignment Music. And you know, we're in October, but that doesn't mean you don't need to start thinking about Christmas. You've got a musician on your Christmas list. Everybody does. Tupelo Consignment Music is the place to go. Check out their huge inventory of new and used gear. Look, if you've got a guitarist on your list, you know they're going to love a Martin guitar or maybe a Fender electric guitar. They've got a huge selection and they can order exactly what you want. Drummers always love Pearl drums. And for keyboardists, they got the latest in cast and Roland. You got to check out their gear and accessories. Look, drumsticks, guitar strings, guitar picks, and the ultimate perfect stocking stuffer for any musician, a Tupelo Consignment Music gift certificate. Stop by and see them. They're on East Main in Tupelo under the big water tower with a guitar on it just around the corner from the Elvis Presley birthplace. Stop by and see them. Musicians serving musicians. It's Tupelo Consignment Music. Look, you know how this works, people. The views and opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily represent those of WTVA, sister station WLOV, or parent company Heartland Media. And round one continues. Hey, it's Bill Hughes, and welcome to the third installment of The Battle for the Bane from WTVA Creative Content. And as you know by now, when this thing is said and done, when the smoke clears, you, the listener, will decide which band gets studio time and music video production. Up until now, on this show, we've been feeling a little country. The two bands that have clashed over the course of the first two episodes are versatile and reflect a lot of different influences and genres, but you wouldn't say either of them is all that metal. Well, the band you're about to meet is metal, first and foremost. Yes, we'd like to keep things interesting around here. Here's Jason Lee Ussery's interview with BJ and Brent from Illyria. We started in 2006 uh, as Vision, uh, V-Y-S-I-O-N. And then a lot of stuff happened with that band. We, we recorded a couple singles and then... Uh, kind of fell apart as most bands do most local bands do um then uh we we reformed with our singer john um in 2007 as illyria uh we went and which they they recorded without me they went to a studio in florida and uh recorded a few songs got a single out um and then they asked me to start playing with them uh, so We've played our first show in Tupelo at Good Time Charlie's with Drowning Pool to 800 people. And then soon after that, we went on the road with Seven Dust and Taproot. Uh, we went all the way up the East Coast. and then uh, That's not bad if your listeners aren't aware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were playing for about two or 3,000 people every night. That's a good start. For, for about a month. It was a really good start. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we went through 2008 like that. Uh, really good crowds, good single. Um and things just kind of fizzled out around 2009. Um, people just kind of lost interest, not in the band, but like the players, the, the members, just kind of started falling out. And a lot of bands have fallen out. Um, mm -hmm. So we let things die down and finally started talking to each other again in 2015. Like me and John thought about the possibility of seeing how we'd matured as songwriters and uh, just jumping in the studio again. So we went to Memphis with uh, Justin Reimer, who used to uh, play guitar in 12 Stones. He's a producer now. And uh, we went to record six songs. And uh, 
the first single off of that is Fifty Shades of Crazy, and it's currently number 36 on the Billboard uh, Mainstream Rock Indicator chart. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Also not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So you're you're new to the band, but you've been like associated with oh, the band yeah. for a long time. So yeah. Like, how long have you known these guys? Since probably around probably 2006, 2007, mainly stayed in touch with these guys pretty much at, at their shows, and then uh, all the way till uh, maybe about a year ago. Well, not not a year ago, sorry, <laughs> a little over two years ago. Really, me and John started hitting it off, off then with music and stuff, and yeah, he's telling me about his uh, studio starting and this new EP that or yeah music that they're working on. And this is a good one. Um, <laughs> I was 11. Uh, and I saw the Smashing Pumpkins live on PBS. They played two <laughs> songs, and I was like, that's what I want to do. Let's see. Well, I started out playing keyboard, then went to guitar, then started trying to learn some bass. And then uh, a couple years later, um, I, I guess I never really found a passion for singing until, yeah, like a couple years later after that. Mm -hmm. And this was, I don't know, 15, probably 20 years ago then started uh, actually uh, one of my friends uh, talked me into coming to one of the practices and it was memory mayhem then i was just sitting there just uh, sitting in and then uh, they started playing uh, kill switch and cage uh, the end of heartache mm -hmm. and uh, they all they had was just the guitarist drums and just scream or yeah like a screamer there and uh and i was like hey i actually know this song or <laughs> know the majority of it anyway i was like care if i actually sit in and uh, sing on it I'm like yeah then right after the song was over, they just stopped. I was like, are you in a band? <laughs> I was like, no. He's like, you want to be? <laughs> I was like, sure. <laughs> and then, yeah, from then on, yeah, pretty much started my singing. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I asked Brent to be the singer in this band just because he, he has a history with us since 06. Mm -hmm. And I felt like he was a good choice to fill John's shoes in this one and uh, push it forward because... I promised that I would take these songs that we did and push them as hard as I can and see what happens and then push the project forward from there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've had full support from uh, John's father. He's helped me out more than I can even describe with all of this. And uh, yeah, we're pushing it. Uh, I'm Brent. <laughs> <laughs> I sing now for, for Illyria, uh, BJ, guitarist. Uh, lead guitarist and most of the lead uh, the, uh, a lot of the music mainly came from you yeah I, I played there. I, yeah. play, I played the, all the bass and guitars on all the new songs yeah. um, we had a drummer come in we, we, uh, a good friend of ours Justin Perez from, uh, mm -hmm. from Louisiana insane drummer oh, um, yeah. he just read my mind Every, <laughs> everything we I, I locked in with him in about an hour and we knocked we knocked these songs out he played all his parts on all six songs in six hours. He was done. It was just, it was magic. <laughs> Crazy to watch. Well, my favorite band is Linkin Park, and favorite singer was Chester Bennington. God rest his soul. And uh, I liked the Audio Slave a lot, which just so happens he passed away not long. Yeah. Or actually, yeah, before. And uh, so I lost two of my favorite idols. Yeah. But, uh, other music, uh, Red, Seven Dust, Killswitch, <laughs> list just keeps going. Smashing Pumpkins is always my number <laughs> one. Always, like, that's how I learned how to write songs. Just take and take and take from all different 
like years of different bands and throw them into one and you have your own thing. Uh, currently, Bring Me the Horizon and uh, Beartooth is killing it right now. Fair to Midland, that they don't exist anymore, but they were amazing so when they were running on. Uh, uh -huh. So good. Old bands, I'd say, a little Black Sabbath here and there. Yeah. At this point, how many original songs do you have? Oh, man. Right now, it's new, <laughs> new songs? New songs, six. Um, old songs, man. I'm trying to even see. <laughs> 12? 12 old ones? Probably. Yeah, around 12 mm -hmm. old ones. But we're looking to start writing new stuff very soon. Actually, it's more than that. It's Is 15. it? 15 old <laughs> yeah, songs? Yeah, it's around 15. 15 yeah. old, what six new. That, can you describe what that writing process is like? Oh, that's tricky. Um, <laughs> the last the last EP that we did was basically I had guitar parts that I had written over I don't know three years or so, and I just picked the the top ones that I liked or that somebody said were like that was the best stuff that I'd done so far, and took it into the studio, and we just had parts and we just basically wrote the rest in the studio. So, and it was really quick. It was, it was scary quick. Like I said, when I locked in with, with Justin Perez playing drums, it was it was over with within an hour and a half. <laughs> Pop and country are dominating right now, but rock is coming back. It's it's on oh, a, yeah. it's on a slow rise. It's been on a slow rise for what three or four years. <laughs> I don't know that that new bill that the um, Spotify thing like the, the you see that act where they like Congress signed something where it's like a fair share act. That's gonna that that's gonna help. I didn't get the that's gonna be really helpful. So maybe it's it's on a rise again. Fair share. Yeah. And the artist gets their fair share. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know about this. Yes. It, it was signed, I believe, yesterday. So I think that's gonna help a lot. Uh, Facebook. Uh, we're under Illyria Music. You can get us on um, Spotify, uh, iTunes. Uh, we have our Instagram that's starting to blow up a little bit. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Um, mm -hmm. And a lyric video to check out. It's gotten, I believe, almost 10,000 views in the last yeah. five days. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. So, yeah, it's, it's starting to kick. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to be shooting a, a real, like, performance music video around mid-October, mid-late October. So be looking for that. Fifty Shades of Crazy. The concept for it, it was kind of like being written from the point of view of the Joker, like the Joker-type character. Like, he's just... Fifty Shades of Crazy is what he is. So I guess that's that's all I can really throw out about it. But yeah, check it out. Get it on iTunes. There you have it. And just for the record, these guys weren't too metal to get a selfie with Matt Lobhot. That's pretty cool. You heard BJ set up the track, so let's hear some Illyria. This is Fifty Shades of Crazy.
of these guys, Illyria, will meet their first round competition on our next episode. So stay subscribed, all right? Now, we're also still accepting votes for Mississippi Queen versus Junction Boys Revival. Email battleforthebane at gmail.com. That's the word for battle, F-O-R, thebane at gmail.com. And put your choice in the subject line. That is Mississippi Queen or Junction Boys Revival on that part of the competition. You've got until October the 24th, 2018 on that one. Yeah, I added 2018 in case you're listening to this a little bit late. And that's all good because it's great music, right? Hey, if you haven't already, be sure to leave us a positive review or a rating on iTunes and hit subscribe. And be sure to share this on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, if you're still using that like my son is. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, WTVA Creative. Executive producer and writer for Battle of the Bane is Jason Lee Usry. This episode was edited by Josh Ward. Another shout out to our supporters at Tupelo Consignment Music. Trust me, you actually need to go down there and check out the place to see how awesome the selection of gear is that they have. They've got a vintage set of Ludwig drums from like the 70s or early 80s. They're amazing. You got to check them out. So uh, make sure to stop by and see them. I'm Bill Hughes. And until next time, keep it off the chain like K-Bane.